0: Welcome to Siblinghood of Recovery. Hello, beautiful recovery people. Hey, this is Angie Reno, Recovery Mom. And just in case this is randomly the first episode that you ever listen to, I am a mom in recovery. My qualifier is my oldest child, and today he is doing great. My youngest child is doing great as well. He's actually out playing basketball and I am good. I'm home alone, enjoying my space, enjoying my serenity and talking to you guys about step two. It's the end of February and I'm working through my ACA, Adult Child of Alcoholics Workbook, I do have to find a fellow traveler. That's one of my to-dos this week. And um, as I go through the closing of the month of February, I'm really realizing that step two is so incredibly powerful. There are things about it that are nuanced and layered. And one of the biggest for me is there's an admission, a subtle admission that things are insane and they probably are if you're in the middle of the chaos. Hopefully you're not, but some of you are. That has to be acknowledged, and we're all in different parts of this recovery journey. It is not a straight path. And um, as we go into the admission of powerlessness, it's part of releasing. It's part of Letting go of control. I had an episode of control, uh, episode 15. And yeah, I, basically, I just, there is no control. We don't have control. Maybe we have control of ourselves. I think it takes a long time for us to gain control of ourselves because I do feel, at least in my recovery journey, that there's a lot of self awareness that has to happen as we learn how to control even our thoughts. Like for example, negative thinking, we were talking about that earlier today. But back to step two, as you are entering your journey of recovery, hopefully I'm talking to some parents out there that'll find this valuable. There is a recognition that where you're at right now is insane. And when you get into a good group, that is studying the 12 steps and you're getting into a good 12 step program, you're going to be surrounded by people who say, yep, I know exactly what you mean. Now, everybody's insanity is a little bit different. You have different levels of insanity and you have different levels of need to get you out of that chaos. And step two is an awesome way to do it. I've talked a lot about parenting and parenting books. I've mentioned a few, and I'll put them on my show notes again on this episode. But I do feel that there are some leaders out there who do break down the challenges of parents overcompensating for what they feel is a weakness, perhaps, in the child's success by getting involved. There's a whole avenue where we can get into admeshment, codependency, I'm not going to do that here, but I want to focus on the illusion of having control over situations where you're not actually physically present. And unless you're going to sit with your child all day at school, or you're going to be on the playground with them, you know, in middle school, (laughs) there is a lot of letting go. So the structure that you're hopefully providing at home, and I know that I hoped this when I was raising my first child is going to resonate with them when they're away from you. I will tell you, I failed at that. And one of the reasons I did fail is because I was taking in a family system from my family of origin, and I was applying it to a decade or two later without having really gone through extensive family system therapy, thinking how... Well, I was raised, I came out okay, so my family system must have been okay. And I'm just gonna apply the same structure. And I've gotta tell you, it 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 didn't turn out it didn't turn out well. Um but hindsight's 2020. So as I went through this step program for the first time, and I'm actually on the third round of a 12 step program. As I went through it, I'm starting to understand that control was a really big issue in my family of origin. And it became a big issue in the family system that I created. For me personally, it was out of fear. I did have the sexual trauma that I've already mentioned in my past. And I was scared to death that that would happen to my boys. I was overprotective about that. And uh, that part I did okay, I think. I don't know. They um, definitely didn't have any sexual trauma in their younger lives. But I didn't do so well on letting go. And I didn't do so well on admitting and seeing insanity when it was around me until it was too late. So the beauty of what happened with my son's addiction And I've had this conversation with them. When you go through this step program, when you go through step two, especially, that acknowledgement of insanity is freeing. So one of the aspects of the treatment that I have experienced is when I did start going to the step programs, my son was actively using, and I did start learning the steps. And then when I did put my son into treatment, the first couple of weeks was a discussion of how is everything? What are you doing to do the work? What was interesting is there was a, a very quick, albeit uh, gradual, if you were to look at it, at a conversational process of getting my own thoughts towards my own family of origin. So here's where this whole podcast comes into, the intent The intent for me personally is to share my story and to share a good process with those parents who are seeking to help their qualifier recover. One of the best ways you can do that is to assess your own family of origin. Looking at it with a licensed therapist And understanding how a family system that you were raised in could potentially impact how you are raising your own children is incredibly valuable. And what a great time to take a step back and really look at, hey, is this insanity something that I created all by myself? Or is it a representation of where I came from? And I will guarantee you, 99.9% of the time, your family of origin has impacted the way you parent today, the way you create your own family system. One of my favorite people to listen to is Gabor Mate. He's pretty big on talking to people about trauma. The other day I was with somebody and they were like, you know what, we have a perfect family, there's no trauma. There's just only addiction. And I thought about Gabor Mate interviewing Rich Roll on Rich Roll's podcast. And as he goes into assessing the family of origin, Rich does realize that there was a time when his mom was sick and she was anxious and he did want to please her. And this anxiety didn't go away. The stress didn't go away. And even that little bit, it doesn't have to be a huge big T trauma but that little bit helps a child create their own personality. I know for me personally, I was the pleaser. I was the child that didn't do anything to ruffle my parents' feathers. Well, I remember stuff <laughs> that I did, but I was basically the good kid. You know, I didn't want to upset anybody, I didn't want to make anybody angry or sad. And I did that for the first 18 years of my life. Then I stopped. And then I got into a whole bunch of different stuff for a couple of years. So that quest for being the good kid, the quest for being the family mascot, and I didn't even realize it, but I was, you know, that was my role because of the dysfunction that was around me. And I naturally created that within my own family system, who was the family mascot, but something inside me, something in the depth of my being knew what I was doing was incorrect. It didn't feel right. It didn't feel healthy. I felt so many years and unhealthiness of what was going on, which created even more anxiety and more stress internally within me. And like I said, it was that one word that word curiosity, that completely changed my life because I did start becoming curious about what I was creating in my family system. So as you look into step two, definitely surround yourself with the concept of getting into a 12-step group and getting with a licensed therapist who can help you gently go into your family of origin to see what you are applying within your family system as it exists today. All right, in summary, step two came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity. There's so much in there. It's a short sentence, but there's the admission that where we are right now, it's insane and we don't want to be there anymore. And we're coming to a belief that a power greater than ourselves can help us, that That power can restore us. Restoration's in there too. My biggest advice to you if you're listening to this is as you go through the step one and step two, start looking for a licensed therapist that can talk to you about your family of origin. If you have a qualifier that's a child, this is not your child's problem. I'm going to be just as adamant as I was in episode five. Your kid's problem is not just your kid's problem. The family system is what needs to be recovered. And honestly, this could be one of the best journeys that you ever take in your entire life, It's especially if you have a great therapist or therapy team. So yeah, that's uh, pretty much it. Follow me on Instagram. Hit up my website, www.siblinghoodofrecovery.com. There's a lot of great resources there, and they're free. And uh, most of all, take care of yourself, be good to yourself, and don't be afraid to learn more about yourself. There's an entire universe inside your heart, your mind, your soul. And if you're listening to this, if you're wanting to get better, if you're listening to all the podcasts and all the people out there that have anything to offer in the meetings. You know, it's obvious that you want to discover what's inside that universe. And I wish you a fantastic journey. Remember, be good to yourself. All right, talk to you later.